guardian angels in general, like sometimes it's just little diversions to keep you, your feelings from being hurt. And sometimes it's saving your life, but those are the powerful. When you start building this relationship with your guardian angel, it's amazing. Like it's truly wonderful. It's one of the most direct and best things I think you can do for yourself in your life is to do that intentionally. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We are two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Hey, everybody. How you doing today? So we need to talk about angels. We do need to talk about angels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so angels are known as, you know, these amazing beings with wings and full light, right? That's how you see them depicted. And they're loving beings that are here to guide us, protect us, and keep us safe. But there's like so much more to that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, I don't really see them like traditional winged creatures when they come to me. Yeah, I don't either. No, they often appear as like enormous beings of light. Mm-hmm. And, and that light is radiating, radiating out in all different like colors. And there's usually feelings and physical feelings and emotional feelings that come, you know, with it. I don't know. How do they come across for you? So I agree with you without the wings. I think the wings are misinterpreted. It's their energy. And so from a human mind, right, we put them in the idea of wings, mm-hmm. which is nice because they wrap around you and keep you safe. But for me, they are truly a frequency. Like I feel them. So when an angel is near, I have, I call them like angel chills, right? My whole body is chilled and full of bumps and the energy and the frequency is so high. And I have to tell you, normally there's so much love. It leaks out of my eyes. It's true. I cry sometimes when they're there. Yeah. The amount of love that comes through is incredible. Unbelievable. So there are so many different kinds of angels that can you know, help you and guide you in out there, but we're, we're going to just talk about the two more well-known types, the guardian angels and archangels, because I mean, there's seraphim and all of that, but, but I think the ones that those of you who are just kind of stepping into the angelic world are going to come across first would be your guardian angel. So let's chat a little bit about this. Most people know that your guardian angel is a protective force, right? And it's this being that's assigned to you at birth. Now, As we talk about angels, I do want to put this disclaimer in here. I'm speaking about them outside of a religious context. Okay. Very important. Yes. These are energetic beings like ascended masters or energetic beings or your spirit. I am not speaking of them in a specific religious context. No, I consider them divine sparks of love and light. Yes, I agree. I agree. So our guardian angels are these protective forces that their only job is to work with us in this lifetime. Like, right. That's a sign to be yours and you're theirs. Period. Right. (laughs) And they know you, right. They know you, they know your journey in an Mm -hmm. intimate way. And they're a great energetic being to develop a relationship with. There is a sense of safety here that is true and that you will feel. 
I love guardian angel readings when they come through in a reading. Mm -hmm. The guidance that they bring through is so specific and true to you because you are their person, you know, like that's her whole job. They're there, you know, every step of the way. Uh, and I love it when they, you know, when they come through and you mentioned this before your eyes leak love, I, you know, I feel this incredible sense of peace and expansiveness as well when I'm connecting to my own or to others. Yes. And I've always noticed, you know, when you connect, I, I tell people when you connect with your angel, there's just a sense of calm and mm -hmm. safety and peace that comes around you mm -hmm. and they know everything about you. There's no judgment they're better than a best friend. And it's an easy place to go because the connection is so pure. That's true. I have the best guardian angel story. So angels are, can be really showy <laughs> when they want yeah, to be like, can. you know, some of the most spirit world adventures I've had involve angels. <laughs> Because they're like, let me show you what I got. Right. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm always super impressed by it. Okay. So when we were little, I must've been, I was around 10. My sister was like maybe seven. Right. And then my cousin was a year older than me and my two cousins. And then my other cousin was a teenager. So they had spent the night at our house. Right. And they lived, oh, maybe 30 minutes away, 20, 30 minutes away. And so my mom loaded us up in the, the van. We had one of those enormous vans <laughs> that the eighties were so well known for. And she loaded us up in the van and was driving us them back. We're going to drop them off in the mirror and come back. And it's rural roads. Now, remember I'm, I was born a while ago, so there were no cell phones. There's no internet. <laughs> okay. As I'm like, older. <laughs> no, but, but there's no, there's no phones. And this becomes a really critical part of the story. Okay. There, there was not a phone. So we're in the car in the van, I should say, and we're driving and we're in the back of the van. And this is the early eighties. So seatbelts were optional. They are not now in my life. I just want you to say that. Okay. <laughs> they are not optional now, but they were at that moment. Okay. So the three youngest of us were in the back and then my older cousin was in the front and my mother was driving and we were driving down this long stretch of highway that has a higher speed and, and it's a two lane road and there's lots of farmland around because I grew up in the Midwest. And so there was always kind of like crazy stories on this road with like tractors and things like that, that you had to be really aware. And my mother was driving and this car was coming at us and it was a drunk driver. And this was early Saturday morning. It was a drunk driver. Oh my goodness. And it hit us head on at like 60 miles an hour. This car did. Oh, okay. Jessica. And I remember the absence of, right? Like everything stopped. And I saw my sister roll down the van to the front of the van. I saw my cousin fly over a seat towards the window shield. Right. And I got stuck in the back, right behind, behind one of the seats. And then everything stopped, everything stilled, right. All that action. And then it was still, and I heard a voice clear as day. And this is the voice that comes through for my guidance. It's kind of a masculine voice, a lawyer voice. And whenever they speak and it, he does not speak very often, but whenever he does, it's like, he compels me to listen. I know it to be true. And I heard a voice say, get up, right? I'm 10, <laughs> get up. You have to kick the door open clear as day. And it's one of the very few times that I ever hear my guardian angel. Like I, I feel things from them and I know them, but he was speaking outside. It was a voice outside of my, my ear, like, like standing there, get up. So I get up, 
and I start stumbling forward and the, the van had twisted in such a way that we couldn't get the doors open. We were stuck in the vehicle. And he said, kick the door. And I'm like, I'm 10. And he's like, kick the door. And I kicked the door and it flung open. And we all started to pour out. Now, little did I know that my cousin flew over the seats and then dropped, dropped onto my other cousin's lap, I, like stopped. Like she should have gone through the sh window shield and she did not. Right. Okay. She dropped on that. We all get out on the ground and my mother is hurt really badly. She took the brunt of the force. She angled the car and took the full hit so that we are trying to keep us safe. Mama. So we're all sitting on the side of this country road, early Saturday morning, no traffic, pre-cell phone, nothing but farmland, not a house in sight. Okay. And all of a sudden this big old green Cadillac pulls up, right? <laughs> And these three old ladies get out and they were like three different sizes. I swear there was a large one, a medium one, and a short one. Okay. <laughs> Picture it. Okay. Right? And they're dressed in like stockings and like orthopedic shoes and like wool skirts that hit just at the knee with little cardigans buttoned up. And they each had a pillbox purse and their hair was all curled, like, you know, old lady curl from the right. 80s in like one had white hair, one had like this orangish brown and one had brown hair. Right. And they walk over and they sit next to the three youngest of us. So one for my sister, one for my cousin and one for me. Oh, I know. So my mother and my cousin see them and all of us see each other. So, so this is important later. And they start talking to us and like keeping us calm, right? Calming us down. My mother can't help us. So they're, they are stepping in as the parent at that moment to keep us off the road, to keep us calm. And I had had a really big gash on the back of my leg. Like my little old lady pulls this Kleenex out of her purse and holds it to the back of my leg. And she's like, it's okay. It's okay. And I didn't realize how big the gash was, but she held it and stopped the bleeding with one little Kleenex. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they're talking to us and telling everything, see your mom's there. Everything's all right. And my mom was able to just sort of just, she needed to go somewhere else. Right. She had to leave her body in order to right. stay in her body. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm knowing, knowing someone was there. And then we heard sirens coming in a distance after a time and the ambulance like screeches up and there was no police officer. I don't even know how anyone called it. We're still not sure who called it in. Ambulance comes screeching up to a halt parks and they come rushing out and they're like, it's okay. Every, you know, they're here now. You're okay. You're here now. And I said, I turned to look at the ambulance. And when I turned back around, the three old ladies were gone. And all I had was this Kleenex on the back of my leg. And they have no idea how the bleeding stopped. They have no idea how the Kleenex stopped the bleeding. So I said, where are the little old ladies? The, and they're like, how did you get this to stop bleeding? And I was like, the little old lady in the car. And they're like, there was no car. There were no old ladies. Jessica, I have the angel bumps. <laughs> I know. And they, they were like, there was no one here. And we mm. saw, we saw to this day, my mother is like, she's like, no, they were there, <laughs> but there was like no car, saw them. no old ladies. And I had the Kleenex in my hand. I had proof somebody was there, right? And we never, my mother reached out. She put, you know, old days, put a thing in the editorial saying, thank you so much for helping my family. Right. Please oh, let us know lovely. who you are. Like, we'd love yeah. to, no one ever replied because they were our angels. They, they were, were our there. angels. Right. But, but between the voice in the car, that external voice, I mean, it was a command. Well, like, and I think that's whew. common. Right. When, when your guardian angel is stepping in and it does come outside of yourself because it, they have to make it really clear and you have to move. It was like, compel I was compelled. Like, yes, 
no 10 year old should have to do what they ha I had to do at that moment. And I don't know that I could have had my wits about me without that compelling command. Right. right? You're just that following word. the command, right? Mm -hmm. Not thinking. Yeah. Just doing, taking just action. Doing. Taking action, listening That's an to amazing it. Amazing story. Mm -hmm. So when somebody says, Oh, what do guardian angels do? I was like, well, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you what mine has saved my life multiple times. Right. And you know, I always say those emergencies, they can be little mm -hmm. or they can yeah. be big. That was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. So I think guardian angels in general, like sometimes it's just little diversions to keep you, your feelings from being hurt. And sometimes it's saving your life, but those are, you know, those are the powerful, when you start building this relationship with your guardian angel, it's amazing. Yeah, like it's, it's truly wonderful. It's one of the most direct and best things I think you can do for yourself in your life is to do that intentionally. So then we go to archangels. Oh, I love them too. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. And archangels are a bit different because they don't work only with us. They work with all of us. Yeah. they they work with the collective, right? They belong to the collective. So that means they can work with you and they can work with your neighbor and they can work with your cousin and they can work mm -hmm. all at the same time. It's not an, or it's an, and, and, and they have specialties, right? They each have their, their field that they kind of oversee or they do. And yeah. this is a great example. So Archangel Michael, many, many people have heard of Archangel Michael or St. Michael in some religious fields, he can be helping you and thousands and thousands of other people at the same time. Yeah. And he's powerful. When he he's, enters a room, whoo, I get you the know sweats. <laughs> you know. And that's, a, you know, that's a great thing. So Archangel Michael and I, or I should say, he allows me, we work very closely with each other on various things. Let me just say, right. We have tasks that, that he needs to show up for me often. That's not pulling him away from other people. He can be with me and other. Yeah. You can ask him to work with you and they'll, that's not taking him away. That's what they're here for, right? They're help. They're here to help us on our journey, but in a very different way than our guardian angel. It's not yes. the same purpose, you know? And I think that's important to distinguish. Right. 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 They're extremely powerful. And, um, you know, archangels are often called upon or invited in by us. Yes. I always know when I, you know, work with a client, if they work closely with an archangel, because the minute I go in, it's like, bam, they're right in your face. They're right there. And I'll say, right. Hey, you work with archangel, you know, Gabrielle, don't you? And they're like, how did you know? And I was like, cause she's all up in my grill. Right. Yeah. And it is, it is about free will and permission. You do. So you, you know, your guardian angels can jump in in an emergency without permission. But because free will is a real thing, angels want to help us more than they want to help us with everything. And we do need to extend that invitation. Right. And, and so, so, so examples of this, right. You said like, if you're looking for safety or protection and you're feeling unsafe, calling in Archangel Michael would be really helpful. Right. Cause he, he's, he's, that's one, he's got a lot of things, yeah. but that's well, one of his cle things. Right. Clearing energy. You're going to clear energy. Call on Archangel Michael. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or Metatron is really great at that. Yes. Too, Metatron right? also. Right. Yeah. Needing to speak up for yourself or anything in the arts, communication, communication writing, um, yeah, writing, music, Archangel Gabrielle. Mm -hmm. She's really good for mothers too. She is. Mothering energy. Yes. Nurturing. For nurturing. sure. So they step forward. Our archangels step forward and offer help when we need it. And when we ask. So do you always have to, like, they know they're going to step forward when they need to, 
if you want it more in your life, then you ask for it. Right. And you, you could work with an archangel your entire life, or they could move in and out. They don't have to be a permanent fixture. You know, you're not always going to need help with like transitions or change because you're not always going to be in change and transition. Right. So you don't always necessarily need Archangel Azrael to be walking alongside of you, but they may show up and walk with you during those periods and then step back. Right. Yes. Yes. I think about Archangel Uriel when you say that, because he's so good at showing next steps right? And helping lead you through that path. And there are times where you really are walking and doing the next steps and moving through. And there's times where you're staying in that spot for a minute. And so he perhaps isn't right there next to you, but he will be when you start moving again, especially if you invite him in and he knows he's welcome. So I was thinking about Jessica's angel story because it's amazing. It's dramatic. I love it. (laughs) And we all have angel stories. And I'm sitting here thinking, I kind of purposely want to go smaller so that you can right? So that you can see ways that angels work for you that maybe isn't so life-saving. So I'm rambling in my head right now, trying to think of one that isn't so life-saving. And you know what? I think I am going to use Uriel. I wasn't going to, but I'm hearing right now that that's exactly what I'm doing. So (laughs) that's what I'm going to do. Not my plan. So Archangel Uriel, again, I know when I am going to be making changes, growth, opportunities to step in new ways, Mm -hmm. because I feel very led. He's almost like the light on the path. Okay. That shows me those possibilities. Now, is he showing me in so far as, oh, here are all the pictures. No, you can feel it. I can feel him walking with me. I can feel that the possibilities are changing. And oftentimes when I notice that, then I intentionally invite him in and ask for him to shine that light for me and to help me make those steps. So, you know, a story about that really is over and over again in my lifetime, because there's been so many huge transitions. So, you know, you go from teaching in the classroom to working in education nationally or in the state, right? Or those are all transitions and he's there or to doing this, doing my work now. And then again, with the podcast, you know, as I say, this was definitely spirit led. And if I pull an angel card, it's Uriel that pops up. Oh, that's fascinating. And I laugh. I'm just like, hello, right? Hello, here we are. So I'm going to follow him and he's going to help me get there by walking with me. You know, it's interesting you say that because I do find that sometimes when I go to check in to see, you know, who wants to step forward, there'll be an archangel lurking on the Mm -hmm. edges and just inviting them to step forward gives me infinite clarity about where I am at my life right now. Right. Like, You know, and what I need to be focused on or what's coming down the way for me just by the, the angel that's showing up to help, you know, I have to still invite them in, but you know, and that gives you insight, total insight insight and guidance. Oh, so we're doing that. Right. (laughs) You know, when, like I said before, when Asriel shows up, I'm like, okay, Uh, here we go. (laughs) We're going to be making changes. (laughs) transformation coming right up. <laughs> just what I wanted. So, and you know, another, I'm a stair faller, hate to say, but I fall upstairs and downstairs on do a regular. Really? I do. I, it's embarrassing, but it's true. And there have been a couple times I have fallen down the stairs and people, when I say this, like it's dramatic, I should be in the ER. I should, there was one where I don't even know how I'm still walking. 
But I specifically remember flying up in the air. I mean, I caught air mm-hmm. and in my head, just, just screaming in my head, Raphael, Archangel Raphael. And to this day, I almost went out of my body and I, I was hearing this scream. I was like, there's all this noise. I was like, where's all this noise coming from? Like who's you. making some, right? <laughs> who's screaming? And so when I got back into my body, I was literally crumpled up in a ball at the bottom of the stairs, wedged up against the wall, screaming in pain and had no idea. Mm. And I got up and I walked. Now my neighbors who witnessed this and my husband are calling 911. They think I'm out. I got up, walked and got my bed, got into my bed and went to sleep. I woke up the next morning and I was fine. That's crazy. That's incredible. See, look at that big story. (laughs) I know I wanted to keep it small on purpose because I want people to know there's both. Mm -hmm. There are, there's big, there's small. Yeah. I want to, I want to take us through like a little tool. Well, I have one that, that I want to do and it's, it's using color because to connect to your angel, because I think sometimes people feel like they have to see their angel in order to make this connection. And I think we all have color, right? We all know color, right? It's just Mm -hmm. for the most part, you know what, not all of us, but many of us know color or perceive color. We can close our eyes and imagine a color or, or whatnot. So, so I think that connecting with your angel through color can be a really nice way to just start with this, you know, and, and each of the archangels sort of has a color associated with them for me. So sometimes when I'm seeing green, um, like an emerald green, I know Archangel Raphael is there, right? I may not see Archangel Raphael, but I know that I'm being surrounded in a green energy, yes. meaning like, okay, oh, he's stepping forward. And if it's Jophiel, it's like the summer green, like almost like a lime green, right? Like very different, right? Yes. So, so I think sometimes in identifying who you're working with, right? And identifying who you're working with, it's easier if we start with color. Okay. So I want you all to get to know your guardian angels color today so that when you see or feel or sense or know that this color is surrounding you, you know, who it's connected to, right? Sounds wonderful. Let's do it. So if you are in a place where you can safely close your eyes, do so now. It may help to have your feet anchored on the floor or at least feeling yourself supported by something, right? Allowing yourself to relax. And with your eyes closed, I want you to take a really deep breath in and just notice your body, right? Notice where you're holding any extra tension. Notice if there's any discomfort anywhere. And as you continue to breathe deeply, I want you to just start to soften, letting go, releasing your shoulders, your hips, your legs letting that tension just fall to the ground to be held by the earth. Now we're just going to make the intention to call our guardian angels in. And it doesn't matter if you see them. It doesn't just, just call them in. Just the act of inviting them in is going to open the connection. And all you have to say is, thank you, guardian angel, for stepping forward at this moment and surrounding me with your energy. It feels so good to know you're here. And as they step forward, I want you to just allow your mind to catch a color. You may see it, feel it, know it, hear it. First color, don't overthink it. Get out of your head. First color, what's the first color that comes through? 
And I want you to describe that color the best that you can. What does that color remind you of? Is there an object it reminds you of? So for me, I've got this beautiful blue color that comes forward, but it's like the blue of the night sky before it turns midnight in between that dusk and true night. Is that color blue? So just take a moment. If it's a yellow, is it yellow like a banana, yellow like the sun, yellow like a flower? What does your color remind you of? And then notice how you feel. This color starts to swirl around you, filling you up, flowing through your legs, your hips, your spine, your torso, your shoulders, into your arms, swirling around you. Just imagine it. Just know it. And how does that color make you feel as it wraps itself around you, holding you? This is your guardian angel wrapping their wings around you, giving you a hug. And anytime you see this color, anytime you call on this color, you'll be reminded of their presence and know that they're standing right next to you. And take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, come back into your space and write your color down. Now, the cool thing about this is you can actually have something that you leave out in your sacred space or your desk, or maybe put it in your car of that color. I have crystals of that color, colorful items, pictures. Maybe if you, if you saw a color come through and it reminded you of something like of the sea or of the forest, having a picture up in front of you, um, representing that color as a reminder that you're never alone is really helpful. And anytime I go to connect with my guardian angel intentionally, like let's say through guided meditation or soul journey, um, I have that crystal or that image sitting next to me. And it really helps make that connection so much easier. It's like, it's, it allows my focus to have a path forward. Mm, That's lovely, Jessica. Thank you. You know, we'd love to hear your stories. Have you encountered an angel before? Do you work with your guardian angel? You know, how do they show up in your life? Send us an email at adventureswithspiritpodcast at gmail.com. And as you adventure today, remember that you are loved and surrounded and safe with your guardian angels. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventure with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to find out more information and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous.